Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Now we don't have any services like that that I'm aware of. Usually a preacher ministers to the people, not the Lord. All of our church services are built on that principle. We're ministering to one another. But they ministered to the Lord. It was in that kind of an atmosphere that the Holy Ghost spoke. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Now let's look at a, a biblical illustration of this inward witness as we read in Acts 27. The story of Paul on board the ship to Rome to appeal his case before Caesar. Now notice Acts 27 verses 9 and 10. Now when much time was spent, when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said to them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading in the ship, but also of our lives. Now notice Paul didn't say, The Lord told me that it's going to be this way. It doesn't say that the Spirit of God said to him, He just simply said, I perceive. I perceive. Who is the real I? It's the spirit man, the man on the inside. Paul didn't perceive it mentally. He didn't perceive it physically. But in his spirit, he had this witness. I remember a number of years ago, a family went out to eat while they were eating. They suddenly had a feeling. They perceived that they needed to rush home. They heard and finished their meal and rushed home. They found that an emergency had arisen. And they were able to do something about it because they perceived in their spirit, just as Paul had said, I perceive this. Notice that Paul simply spoke what he perceived. He didn't threaten them if they didn't listen to him. No doubt they wished later that they had listened. I've had folks who didn't listen to me, but they later wished they had. You can't make people do things. God didn't tell us to force them. Some people issue dire warnings and threats. If you don't listen to them, do what they say to do. Uh, These people have the wrong spirit. These things must be used in the spirit of love. Paul states in 1 Corinthians 13 that the spiritual gift can be used apart from love. And uh, though they may bring blessing to some, they are not as they should be. People would be so much more effective if they would act in love when they do have something from God. Here again in Acts 27, verse 20, 21, we read, And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me. Now that was a bold statement. Paul said, you should have listened to me. He didn't say you should have listened to the Lord. He said you should have listened to me. He didn't say the Lord told me. He said I perceive. You should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed some creek and to have gained this harm and loss. And I exhort you to be of good cheer for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Praise the Lord. We are speaking to you 
on how you can know the will of God or how that God guides you through your spirit or the inner man. Our texts are found in Romans the 8th chapter, the 14th verse and the 16th verse, and Proverbs the 20th chapter and the 27th verse. Now shall we read those verses again? First Romans 8:14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now the 16th verse of Romans 8. The Spirit itself, or as the margin reads, himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now, we left off uh, talking about how God guides through the inner man and uh, the inward witness with a biblical illustration of this inward witness. The story of Paul, you know, on board the ship to Rome to appeal his case before Caesar. Now, Paul perceived danger, and if they had listened to him, they would have avoided the shipwreck. But they didn't, so they lost all the merchandise and the ship. Yet Paul assures them that there would be no lives lost. For I believe God that every man's life would be saved according to that which the angel said to Paul. And so it was. Then there's a statement in Acts 13 that will help us further in receiving guidance from God. Now notice Acts 13 chapter, the first and second verses. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers. And it goes on and lists these. And then it says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said... Notice under what conditions the Holy Ghost said something. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Now we don't have any services like that that I'm aware of. Usually a preacher ministers to the people, not the Lord. All of our church services are built on that principle. We're ministering to one another. But they ministered to the Lord. It was in that kind of an atmosphere that the Holy Ghost spoke. It would be good for us today to have some services where we would minister to the Lord. The Holy Spirit also leads us through what is known as the inward voice. When the Holy Spirit within you speaks, it will be a little more authoritative than the inward witness. When the voice of the Holy Spirit speaks, it is still an inward voice, but it is so real that you almost look around to see who spoke. At times when I've been praying and the Holy Spirit has spoken to me, I've looked behind me to see if someone was there. In my own mind, I knew no one was there, but it seems so real. You see, he speaks to us in what seems to be an audible voice. Though it may not be audible to anyone around us, actually we're not hearing it with the physical ear. You know, in the Old Testament, we read where the young boy, Samuel, who was just 12 years old at the time, heard a voice speaking to him in the nighttime. Samuel, the voice called. He thought Eli was calling him. You remember, he'd already gone to bed, so he got up and went into Eli's room and asked what he wanted. Eli told him that he wasn't calling him. Samuel got back into bed. 
Then he heard it again. Samuel? Well, he got up again and went to Eli. He was sure Eli was calling. Then Eli realized that God was talking to Samuel. And he told him to answer the voice the next time he heard it. When he did, the Lord began to speak to him. Now, that wasn't an audible voice. It seemed audible to Samuel, but it wasn't. For if it had been, Eli would have heard it too. For you see, he wasn't very far away from Samuel because Samuel thought it was he, Eli, who was calling. But it was God calling Samuel. Now you can read about that in 1 Samuel 3. I want to establish that fact now that to Samuel it seemed like it was an audible voice, but it really wasn't. Because if it had been audible, Eli would have heard it and he didn't. Sometimes there is a similarity between the inward witness and the inward voice. Sometimes it's more distinct and sometimes it's less distinct. The witness is simply a check or a go-ahead signal. The witness is sometimes like an inward buzzer to get our attention. At other times the inward voice speaks to us. When we receive guidance through this inward voice, it will be right in line with the Bible, with the Word of God. When the Spirit of God moves, He always moves in line with the Word. If it's not in line with the Word, it isn't the Spirit of God. The Bible is inspired by the Spirit. And if it's the same Spirit that's speaking to you, it's going to be in line with the Word. We need to remember that the Bible says that there are many voices in the world, and none of them without signification. In my travels, I meet people who claim to have heard some kind of voice. Then the minute they start to tell me what they've heard, I know if they're right or wrong without judging them at all. I simply know the word and know that if it's in line with the word, well, it's God speaking. And if it's not in line with the word, well, it, it isn't. I once met a lady who had been a wonderful Christian and a great blessing to her church. Of course, if the devil can mislead people, he can rob them of their Christian influence and testimony and make them a curse instead of a blessing. Now this woman told me about a revelation that she said the Lord had given to her. She was in the altar praying when this revelation came. I can't accept that I told her because it's not in line with the written word of God, the Bible. But she said, I know the Lord spoke to me. She said, I heard him. Then she told me about some kind of vision she had. I repeated, but it's not scriptural. And I began to quote scriptures that contradicted what she was saying. Then I asked her, can you give me any scripture to back up your revelation? She said, well, no, I can't. I told her to open her Bible to a certain passage of scripture. I knew that if she read that chapter, it would contradict everything she was saying. Now she read the verses I gave her. Then she shut the Bible and said, Well, Bible or no Bible, I know God spoke to me and gave me this revelation. I'm going to stay with it. I said, God did not speak to you. If he had, he would have spoken to you in line with the word. You don't have to take my word for it. You can read it for yourself. Well, she persisted, though, Bible or no Bible, I'm going to stay with my revelation. All right. I finally replied, You stay with yours and I'm going to stay with God's. The Bible is God's revelation. Now, there's some very dear people who have gotten off by following voices. There are many voices in the world. We are not to accept anything without examining it in the light of the Word.
God does communicate with us through our spirits. But this isn't a matter of listening to voices, or it isn't a matter of praying to hear something. If he speaks to us, all right. If he doesn't, we have his word, and we can walk in the light of that word. Now then, God sometimes, we, we know this, leads us through visions, just like he did in the, in the New Testament. Now, you know, some people think that's all right for him to speak to folks then through a vision, but that he just doesn't do that today. But you know, one of the, one of the uh, fulfillments of the outpouring of the Spirit of God, as Peter in Acts 2 quoted Joel's prophecy, that saying in the last days, God said, I'll pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men, the Amplified Translation said, shall have divinely granted appearances. And so it is a fulfillment. We're living in the last days, an outpouring of the Spirit of God. So it ought to be happening today. Praise the Lord. Now, may God's richest and best be yours. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Two CDs, How You Can Know the Will of God by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the single CD and mini book, Where Do We Go From Here by Ken Hagan. These three items together are just $19.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you're interested in coming to Rainbow Bible Training College, we are now taking applications yes. for the spring intake, right. January enrollment. So go to rhema.org and you can fill out an application there. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.